Y'all, you're struggling what to figure out to get for that special someone in your life this holiday season. Lord knows it burns me up every damn year. I feel like I'm going to screw it up, and oftentimes I do. But uh, I got, forget all the generic gifts. They can just create clutter. They might not even want it. It just lays around. No, no, no. Let us recommend you a gift that is truly as unique as your relationship with that special someone. It's a professionally recorded song crafted just for them. Yeah, you heard that right. It's true. Now, listen, you might hear that be skeptical. What? I can get my own personally custom-made song based on my love for my loved one or whatever topic I want? Yes, you can, and we know because we have done it here at Putting On Airs. We got a song from Songfinch, our wonderful sponsor, and they made us their own custom-made rap song for POA, and I'm not going to lie. I'm going to be completely honest. When I heard about this, I was a little somewhat skeptical. You know, I was like, this this sounds cool, but that's got to be very hard to do. I don't know about the quality. We'll see how it is. Was absolutely blown smooth away when the final product came in. I couldn't believe how hard it goes, how hard it bangs, how hard it slaps, and all of the above. It hits so hard, and I haven't really stopped listening to it since. Cho, you agree with me on that? I do agree with you, and not only do I agree with you, we've had a bunch of our buddies message us that was just like, you know, dude, that that goes insanely hard. And I agree. And by the way, Songfinch uh, walks you through a simple four-step process to create an original song. How do, how do I know that it's simple? Because I was the one that handled it, right? And if I can do it, you can do it. All you got to do is tell them uh, who the song is for, provide some personal details, and let them know the type of song you want. Then pick your favorite Songfinch artist or get matched with one, and they'll pour their heart out into writing, recording, and producing your original song in just four to seven days, which y'all... <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Special add-ons can help you to commemorate the occasion even more, like a vinyl record of your song, one-of-the-kind art crafted from your lyrics, or adding your song to streaming services so you can uh, give an even bigger surprise to your unsuspecting recipient. They are the only original music platform that guarantees you'll love your song or they'll work with you until you do. They stand behind their community of over a 1,000 artists and every original song they create, over 300,000 of them, by the way. So here you go. For a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song on Spotify for free so you can listen to your new favorite song anywhere you go. Go to songfinch.com slash POA and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free. That's a $50 value. Their offer is only available for our listeners at our special URL, songfinch.com slash POA. That's songfinch.com slash POA. And be sure to share your song with us. We want to hear it. Songfinch, good stuff. Hits. Topics with a redneck flair. Oh yeah. Two rednecks, but we're still. 
drunk and we gon' talk a lot. Dress real fancy, sit in our chairs, sip on our tea, putting on airs. Two rednecks, but we're still fancy, putting on airs. We might not know much about history, we don't care. We gon' get drunk and we talk about yachts. We gon' get drunk and we gon' talk a lot. Dress real fancy, sit in our chairs, sip on our tea, putting on airs. Okay, it's Team Squad or Team Trey. So Trey, you better count your days and you better count your blessings Cause all the squirrels that you ran over, that you think are nameless, faceless Their families are getting together and plotting on you from the attic and basement So even though Corey is dumb, fat, and bald He knows how to avoid drama, don't get squirrels involved Two rednecks, but we're still fancy, putting on airs We might not know much about history, we don't care We gon' get drunk and we talk about yachts We gon' get drunk and we gon' talk a lot Dress real fancy, sit in our chairs, sip on our tea, putting on Yeah. Anyways, yeah. hey, here we, we are. Are we here? Here we, we are. are. Here. Airheads. Let me look, make sure that we're here, but I'm pretty sure that look we're Look who here. it is, everybody. Some of y'uns have requested him. Some of y'all may not know who he is yet, but you're you going to learn today. This is longtime denizen of the Skewniverse, the Indian outlaw himself, Mr. Tushar Singh. Thank know, you. I know Dang. there's some Airheads out there real, real excited right now. Hello, Airheads. They've been, they've been missing you, buddy, in the Skewniverse. Yeah, haven't. I was really flattered when you were like, they actually ask about me. All the I, time. Like, who the well, fuck am I? People you know on my Patreon and all this, and in the comment section, stuff bring you up cute. all the time. Well, we're the only white men that our fans like. <laughs> right. You know what I yeah. mean? So, like, it's kind of amazing that they're even here to ask about you, but. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So this episode, you know, we've had a couple of guests before, but not many. This episode will be a little different than the usual format where, because we have a guest. The general overall topic of conversation, very ravenly, you know, you're our Indian buddy, and we talk about fancy shit on here. Colonialist mm -hmm. stuff gets brought up all the time. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to talk about the British Raj, yes. which Cho just found out last week. It was called the Raj, and he was like, that's a hidden word. You know, we Googled it, and it uh, means rule. British yes. rules, so, you know, makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. But British Raj does sound cooler, well, I think. Well, the but... kings in the old kingdom, pre-British colonialism, were called Rajas. Like, the kings are called Rajas. So, like, the Raj is kind of a... Name a, for the... It's a the, name for the, 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 rule, the, the ruling cast, yeah. Did you right. know this? And my cast is called Rajputs. Rajputs? Rajputs? Yeah, Rajputs. Oh, I want to talk about caste shit, too. Yeah, you know, girl. I've always been fascinated by that, but... Uh, before we get started, though, I want to know, did you know that before we told you you were coming on this show? I ask because you famously, Trey pointed this out to me, claim to be not a good Indian and don't know stuff. Sometimes. But you said um, that you might feather through Wikipedia. Red dot through Wikipedia. I, uh, <laughs> I was going to uh, red dot through Wikipedia. I opened up Wikipedia, and I got really bored immediately. Right. Yeah. I just was like, no, I do not want to read this. But... There is a uh, politician or like um, a knowledge, whatever. He's like an intellectual guy. From, a knowledge man? He was a knowledge man from uh, London. Mm -hmm. His name is Shashi Takor. 
Takor, Shashikor. And he's basically, he has this lecture about how the British Empire owes India reparations because yeah. of what they did to them. Well, so I, mean, I listened if to... If anyone does. I listened to about 15 minutes of that, and that's all I need, baby. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> cool. So uh, a few things. First of all, like, it's wild that that could be so boring. It's why like... Okay, first of all, our buddy Mark, Smart Mark, he's been shitting all over my alien dreams lately. Like, I like alien stuff, and Mark just ain't <laughs> down with it because his brain works and everything, and he's, like, a logical person. So one of the things he said to sort of shoot holes in my alien stuff was he was like, he was like, you know, he's like, haven't you noticed, Trey, that all, the only people that ever talk about this alien shit, all the sightings everything, he's like, it only ever comes from, like, the British Commonwealth, like basically place like America, Canada, like former UK. It's only like former British places. And that don't make any sense. They would be everywhere. And I was like, whatever, Mark. Then I saw a few weeks ago that there was some alien shit going down in India. <gasps> they, they reported some alien stuff. And at first I was like, what now, Mark? How about that? And then I was like, oh, wait. India is like mm -hmm. the biggest mm -hmm. uh, uh, British right. yeah, like Commonwealth. But they were like they were like the one after right. we handed them that L in 1776. Like <laughs> other than that, like you guys were like their prized possession for sure for a long time. I mean, we upheld apparently we upheld that whole kingdom, right? Yeah, and you guys all were like their Scotland uh, was literally funded by India. But they made was, so who much was money. Who's the Indian? The, it would, dude. It, it was this it alien. It, it, it of course turned out to be bullshit. No, no, you know, no. But, yeah. It now is told to be bullshit. But they, I wish I could find the picture. And I'll, maybe but I'll there's try a to picture, find it, or is it well, like it, purportedly? But it's so. Wait, is this the one that looked like a Mexican? But except he actually looks very much like an Indian. Right. Like there was Mayan. <laughs> there was an Indian hearing about aliens, or whatever, and they had a picture of a, of an alien, and the alien looked very Indian, like. Which is funny, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, but so yeah, yeah. anyway, no, they you guys were like their, uh, like their, like what am I trying to say? Like that y'all were like their business. Like oh, yeah. India was like the India they made so, they y'all were like their Amazon oh, yeah. or whatever well, for like four hundred years. You made I mean, so much money for the king and them. I mean, what happened? I mean, we can get into the. I don't know the timeline as well as I probably should be, you know, as a, as an Indian expert. But uh, I have what happened in India until. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, because of the post-colonial reign, India shut itself out from international trade. Like, for the next 50 years, India was like... With all international trade? They were just timid. They just did not open right. up their trade they again. Were, they were gun Because they're like, we got right. fucked the first time yeah, this people showed up. And that is the reason why the diaspora out of India was so immense, including my parents. Everyone in the 60s, 70s, everyone left yep. India because if you don't open up international trade, even in like, right. you know, in those times, you stagnate and you're, you stagnate and there's no job. So, and, but like the culture is based in education. So then people are like the cream of the crop left. So because of the British, mm -hmm. y'all have a monopoly on Southern gas stations. Yes. That's correct. It's 70%, 60% hotels. Yeah. We and that may sound it. racist, but I don't have a problem with it. So yeah, 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 it's yeah. just stereotypical. <laughs> and like, also, tell me that ain't true. But it's it's like to, it's a, an entire country be in this like turtle shell shock phase of of their entire country's history. It may, it doesn't make sense, but like it just makes no, sense makes in terms sense. of like how it's happening. And apparently, like some of the facts, just off the top of my head to kick off this conversation, is like during the time when British entered India's 
world and started taking them, you know, the, the first few years, India had like 24% of the world GDP. They were making 24% of the world's everything economy. For dad who's editing this, that's gross domestic product. <laughs> and by yes. the time they left, it was down to 4%. So wow. they just absorbed right. a fifth of the world's wealth through this country and siphoned it off. Right. It's crazy. Two, like what a fucking crazy. crazy thing that that they did two and got away with. Ups, uh, two follow-ups and then we can move on cuz okay. First follow-up. Go dogs. First follow-up and I'm not being funny. I want a genuine answer cuz I've never thought to ask sure. unless I've asked you and I was drunk and you answered and I don't remember. First question, why is it that your people were so drawn to gas stations and hotels? And secondly, if Britain stole everything from y'all and y'all were a very heavily spice trafficking mm-hmm. country do they not put any of that shit on their food yeah they get roasted for that all the time they had all this access to the so best many spices. Of, so many of the spiciest parts of the whole world they like colonized and yet their food don't hit right the british, the british yeah, and it's like, like america how, how do you even pull that off yeah, you know like in america we absolutely take the hit in this like we right. we be used like oh mexico we'll steal that we'll do this i mean like we still yeah but, but you're it, so but. your your food is still uh bland meatloaf pot roast meat and potatoes at the end of the day american food for sure but I, we've had okay. the equivalent in england and ours is tastier and sure hold on whoa, 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 whoa. i mean you you're from the south you're from alabama mm-hmm. right we stole it all from black people. Yep. Let's get that out mm-hmm. there. But that's kind of furthering our point, point though. Of like, we will but take like, the stuff to hit. Southern food will kill you dead, but it ain't bland it's and it bland. does hit. Like now, soul food, Southern okay, cuisine is like granted, Midwestern white people. Yes. Yeah. Like well, for sure. But, and as we know, my family is a lot of them are from Iowa. And when you do it right, it's good. But a large part don't. And I can understand from Tushar's perspective that like every now and then in the South, you will run into a meet and three. And they clearly, they're the only one in town, and they don't care, and they don't even put salt on their green beans, and they just pour them out of a can. So, like, yeah, I could see if someone's first impression of the South was that, they'd be like, their food is bland. But, again, like, we we had England's, their best version. You know what I'm saying? Fish and chips. And it was bland. Fish yeah, and chips. from places that's like, this is the deal. But yeah, some of the hitness stuff in India that we're in, in England that we have was their Indian food. Absolutely. But it's like, but they don't. That's still Indian food. You yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. they, but yeah, because of the the history there, their they curry also, and shit hits real they hard. They also changed Indian food itself. Like right. chicken tikka like, masala. That's a British dish, is right? Not an Indian right. dish. Right. It's a chicken. Well, they made that to hit for the yeah, yeah, white yeah. Brits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. It they adapted. It's it like Americanized hit. Chinese food. Exactly. And stuff. It's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, right. I've never had it over um, there, but it hits for me when I make chicken tikka masala. Right. I make it hit. You did it. You do it through Trader Joe's microwave. Bull dinners. No, no. <laughs> well, I do it through uh, a sponsor that I don't know is sponsoring this show, so I will only say that they hit. So, but but you like when your mama when she made us that big spread. Yeah, bar, that's yeah, yeah. that was legit, right? Because yeah, I tell you all the time, that's like one of the best meals I've ever had in my Aside entire from life. What said, it was lovely. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you remember what did he say? He said, "You know, I drew B. He'd be slautistic or whatever. Like he, uh, she." Clo- cloves was part of the season yeah, 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 using yeah, that yeah. and he like bit into a clove yeah yeah and like just blurted out he was like oh it's like biting into a cigarette butt or something and we all were just like oh, bruh you know like uh and he was she like he was like, he was like, like cigarettes yeah and he was like he was like he was like i didn't mean not, i mean you know it, it's great not, not, not like that you know and then he's like backpedaling afterwards so and stuff funny. but it yeah. was so good because again was, he didn't say oh that was a whole clove 
which if you eat a lot of it, it tastes like a cigarette. That's he very just funny. took a bite of your sweet mama's food and goes, Oh, it's my, like I'm biting into a cigarette. My favorite part of that dinner or lunch was when not even that part, was when we were all at the end and there's a few things left on your plate. Mm-hmm. And Trey looks at you like an oh, older yeah. father and was yeah. like, you're going to finish that right boy now. right yeah. now. You're not going to push that shit around the plate. Yeah, yeah, you're not going to yeah. put a napkin over it and get away with yeah. it. it yeah, because so And you're like, you're right. Because, dude, it was absolutely fire. But I was, because you're, we'd been doing stand-up, I was hung over as yeah, 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 piss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we were eating a lot. And we were, oh, yeah, dude, I'm certain we were that, that was bread. our first plate. Yeah, yeah, we had the, the naan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it was delicious. We I also mean, were a little high. We had, like, yeah, we had, like, we had, we had gotten a little high. Uh, yeah, well, she ain't going to hear this. We had gotten uh, a little high and went and watched Solo. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, Goddamn yeah, yeah. Space Squid got his dick rock. Goddamn rocked. Space Squid got his dick rock. And then we <laughs> had an hour conversation of like, of like, I don't know what the fuck these critics were thinking. This yeah, is fucking yeah, smashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we went, and your mom was cooking for us after that, and we went over there, and I don't know about y'all, but I was still, I was higher than I thought I'd be. Like, we did that before the movie, and I was like, by the time we get to Two Shard Mama House, yeah, so I'll good. be fine. We were walking you know, in there, and I was like, I'm, like not, I'm not fine. I know. I know and I, I kept know, thinking, know. like, she gonna know. She, you know, that whole thing. Two Shard Mama know I'm high, especially how hard I'm going in on all this fucking food she made. God damn yeah, just yeah. shove unhinged yeah, my jaw yeah, so if we had mood then we yeah, would have yeah. been totally fine yeah um okay getting back to your first question why are indians good at uh gas hotels and gas i mean good because like you're smart industrious people i mean drawn to those specific well but go ahead so out of that and this i mean i guess it does come off from an offshoot of british raj but uh the reason indians own indians and own like 60% of hotels and 70% of gas stations is because is that a real number? They're, yeah, they're mo- it's like 60 to 70% of the national number, okay. which is Facts fucking crazy. That's insane. That's it's insane. like crazy. And I think that might be Southeast region, but like, I think once you get into the Northeast and more populous, it's like less that, but especially in the Southeast, it's like dominated. And the reason is that hotels are typically run by two groups of people. The Patels. Two, Patels. Oh, I was fucking right. I, knew yeah, yeah. I thought that was just me. So they're Gujaratis. Oh, buddy, everybody knows That's that. a state in well, India. I thought it was just racism. I didn't know it was a fact. And, and these people are, Patels and Gujaratis are like, they're built to be merchants and their whole life, they're not necessarily academics, although their kids are like, you they're know. They're always in their studying. Their kids, their kids, like, they're ultimately have like, they have this hustling mentality. Yeah. And what they do is they'll like, They'll come, and this is a story that we hear all the time, is like, the first family came here in the early 80s. Right. This guy came, and he, he busted his ass. He got a, you know he, he dealt with all the racism, this, that. Passed Somehow got a thing. He opened his first hotel. He had his family live in the hotel, right. clean the shit of the hotel. The kids are playing, whatever. Yeah. They're, they're living in, out of the hotel. Then they uh, haul over one of their cousins. They live with them. They they loan them, float them money to open the second hotel. Right. So they're operating in a capitalist culture. They're operating like a family, like right, like a mafia, like right. So like semi-communistic, yeah, in yeah. terms of like living behavior, but like entrepreneurially I mean, capitalist. Good luck competing with that. No, no, exactly. Good fucking luck. Anyone else no, competing with that l- level of hustle, that level more. of sacrifice, so, and then and then fine. Twenty hotels later, on, they're all riding Mercedes and they all right. have mansions. On that note. I had a job in college briefly before I ended up at O'Charlie's waiting tables. I worked at a at a Holiday Inn, which had like a bunch of conference rooms and would host banquets and that type of shit. And it was owned by these two Indian brothers, the Patels. Mm-hmm. And dude, they like 
they were fucking hardcore. Like, their standards were very high. Like, mm-hmm. we'd have to go into a conference room and flip it over for the fucking the Lions Club coming through right. and the Kiwanis just left or whatever. Right. We'd have to flip the conference room over, and we'd go in there, and, like, we would not. I'm not just saying this to y'all. Like, we would not fuck around. Like, we'd go in there and just do it. We'd just start the process of breaking it down, do it, waste no time, not dick off, just do it. And they would come in there and just light our asses up, dude. Still, they would, yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, they come in there and they'd be like, "You guys are still doing this? Like, how long? Is it, how long is it supposed to take you?" It's like it's suspect, guys. Honestly, yeah, yeah. It's suspect that it, that it takes this many of y'all this long just to do this one thing, right? You know, and we're all sitting there like, we didn't even fucking take a weed break or right, nothing, right, we're, right, you know. Right, 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 of course, right. we were twenty year old dipshits. Right. So I'm not saying, but I'm saying. They had a very high standard Indians, for like productivity. Indians are the uh, like. I mean the the argument for pro immigration in this country. Like Indians have taken the most advantage of it. Follow the rules. Right. We we, we, we pay the taxes. We don't want right. to fuck around. Once we hit a certain wealth it's, level, they all turn Republican. Like it's right. great. It's Two, the American that's dream. It's so funny. Two things I want to say on behalf of that because it's you're so correct and you're sort of opening my eyes up. Like number one, when you were mentioning like they all live in the hotel or whatever. We have one gas station in, like, Chickamauga proper, and then, like, on the outskirts where Chickamauga sortly turns to the quote-unquote other side of the tracks, there's another gas station, both of whom owned by Indian families, right? Yeah, yeah. Both of them. Uh, the one out towards the cove and the dump, it is a little less successful, but only because it's not in the main part of town, but, like, they've still been there forever, and they do have a very uh, loyal clientele because their prices are great. And for a long time, I was like, how the fuck are, like, I, I thought, like, Budweiser set them prices, and you just gotta, and then one day, I was in there, and I'd kind of become friends with them, and I was walking back, she was, the lady was showing me something, and I noticed two cots back there, and I found out from somebody that was like, oh, they live here. And mm-hmm. this gas station is tiny, and they live in the back, and because they do that, and they say they don't pay for a house or whatever, mm-hmm. they can afford to, hey, we'll cut the prices down here. Everybody comes here. We're yeah, good. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And, and now I don't know if they still do that now, but I'm talking for 10 solid years at least, they lived there. Also, two of the happiest, sweetest people ever. So, like, it did not hit for I mean, them. I could you imagine where they came from? No, I can't. Because, I mean, because like, the, the, crazy. the dude, uh, Raj, that owns the one in Chickamauga, <laughs> he's Indian, but it's very clear to me that he – he grew up like his parents moved here and he grew up here. Right. You know what I mean? Those two, uh, like when they first got there, like didn't understand me much. That's I didn't understand crazy. them. Yeah. So like, I think they came like their first fresh, generation, fresh, you know fresh, what I mean? Fresh, fresh, fresh. But again, hustling. And what you just said, we were talking about this the other day where I'm from, because it's the South, the whole country's racist. Everybody goddamn knows that the whole world is but in the South. We get the brunt end of the criticism from everybody. But, like, I was telling them about how, like, I, I said, it is so wild that that gas station, this is now the second Indian family that's on this particular gas station, and I swear on my life, and they took it over from, it's called Ed's, and there was a guy, Big Ed, white guy, overalls, that used to own it. They bought it when he decided to move along, and I genuinely expected there to be, like, some papaws screaming at clouds. No one said shit. No one still, no one ever goes, goddamn Indian guy. No one. Everyone because loves Because we run it well. I, sure, I, That's yes. what I'm saying. But like, yeah. Well, dude, they're not in my hometown, but in the neighboring tiny little redneck ass town, Livingston, they got a number of gas stations. Most of them were owned by Indian families or whatever. 
and one of them I know isn't because they have a massive sign on the side of their gas station. Also, by the way, it's probably easily the shittiest one, right. too, just so everybody knows. But they have a massive sign on the side of it that says, Owned and operated by American Tennesseans. Nice. Right? It's like, not like them goddamn Indian Tennesseans, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, they had the better gas stations. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, so they definitely, they got some feelings on the matter. But uh, And then they get together and they have like, I, I've, I've done a sh- few shows for like, conventions for these people <laughs> like the ga- the south ga- indian gas station and hotel owners association and then they start getting because they are such a unit of a buying power they start buying conglomerating shit. yeah they start like having buying power against frito-lay and all the sh- fucking poison they sell and that's the funny thing is like gas is okay fine everyone needs gas but everything you sell in the gas station is poison right yeah, cigarettes, well, like, all the, like ga- yeah, lotteries, all the ga- you know, every- booze. So the, like they sell the gas station kratom, every- the yellow jackets, <laughs> yeah, everything, everything that hits, guys. And so they're making got the immense best. wealth from America's like inherent need to try to kill themselves. Good They've for also, them. I, mean, I Good agree. For them. Like, fucking no, roll, tide roll. I'm glad they're doing yeah. it. Like, Not I'm- to mention the chore boys and the glass roses that everyone knows is just used as a filter for meth and a crack, crack pipe. pipe. Yeah. You yep, know what I'm yep, saying? Yep. Right, right, uh, right. But yeah, yeah but again, people going to do it. I'm glad these people are hustling. Like, what are you going to do? Right, 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 right. Best right, drug right. I've ever had in my entire life to this day was briefly sold legally by an Indian gas station in Cookville, Tennessee when I was in college. <laughs> what was that? Yeah. They called it Molly's plant food. Uh, it was like, you know how like they're back then, now they got Delta 8 and whatnot, but back then they had like spice, which was like fake weed, which Hilarious. was legal, and it would just, that fuck shit would up. fuck, not in a good way either. I remember no, doing that it a few was, times. It was like horrific. Yo. Horrific. Yeah. Well, briefly, they came out with this, it was like a legal version of Molly, right? Hey, college kids, legal version of Molly called Molly's Plant Food, <laughs> and dog, that shit in this shit red, right. this, that shit right there, dog. Incredible, I buddy. Like, I was so bummed when they, you know, they yeah, figured it out pretty quick, the authorities, and put a put a stop to it. But for a while, me and the homies, we had us some dance parties, bro. <laughs> Raving in a trailer. Can't stop. Trailer get it, get raves, it. dog. Trailer raves. Yeah. Good time. All right. We're getting away from the old British Raj, though. Oh, thank yeah, you so, for keeping us on track on the well, show. Well, no. So, again, I want to get to cast stuff at some point. But stick with the British. Like, how do you feel... About the British, I'm a tough. I'm I. I know some people who is like in India who are like they they. There's a legacy hate for them. Sure, well, of course. Um, Why wouldn't there? Be? But all those people I'm still have listening to. They have superseded uh-huh. hate that is based off of like what the British did, and the shittiest thing they did was break up the country religiously. Okay, when they were leaving. They did a f- they did a few things while they were there. They basically gave they basically said like uh, for example the Hindras. You know the Hindras. Uh, refresh me. But so I'm so that Hindras in 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 our in the Indian society are the transsexuals. Okay. They're oh, the is pe- it the one with all, all the arms too? No no no. These are like the men who are the women who dress up with saris and basically how Indian culture dealt with that historically before this was like okay you have a kid the kid is a boy but the kid's a girl right, right? and eventually the parents like are spiritually? like spiritually no like physically okay, like yeah. they're 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 hermaphrodite or something in the right. middle like there's something going on 
And so instead of like having a kid live in a society with them, and I'm sure that happened a lot, they would just like basically the kid would be taken by this group of effective gypsies. We would call them gypsies, but they're just yeah, like right. people who live outside the out on the outskirts. But they were almost re- they're they're almost respected out of the culture. So not and gypsies. how they made money was they come during certain uh, life moments like funerals and mostly weddings. And they were given like the they were like they could bless the wedding and bless the couple. And then they are given money when couple, and so like it's a like tax that you pay to be like, all right, they're gonna come, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get blessed again. And if you so don't like get mob the, protection, but spiritually, well, something it's like also that. Also, kind of like I mean, you said they're like gyp- gypsies do that, right? Gypsies, yeah, right. The gypsies yeah. have yeah, yeah. spells there was and curses. There, there was a big like, plot line in Peaky Blinders about it. Yeah. yeah. So like, so like that that was set up by the culture to absorb and just uh, they understand that people are not necessarily you know gonna adhere to like family structure in this case joint family, but like. They're like, okay, the British come and they're like, yeah, that's illegal. These people are second class citizen. You can't do that. Yeah, and they, so all of a sudden, you out of like out of like this thing is like it's built for stability. It's to keep the society going. And if the British come and say, hey, by the way, these people are second class citizens, so that's vilified. That's evil. No, you can't do that. What year is this? Mid eighteen hundreds. Okay. Like it's yeah. just like it's like it's when these. So between that and they're them instituting these like class rules where they're saying people below class are even now the people in the lower class are even lower because we showed up. It pushes everyone down. Right. Yeah. Right. You know. Right. So like so then this thing becomes institutionalized in a non healthy way, and then okay, when, but and then, this- then when they're leaving. They're, and also, they basically were like, let's fan the flame between Hindu Muslims because that's, you know, these people are animals. They fight like animals. Right. These, you know, so like it's kind of a manifest destiny thing. It's like, well, they're animals. Let's let them fight. Okay, let's partition the whole country. And before them, from what I understand, yes, there's like there's like hundreds of years of moguls coming and capturing hundreds of years of other like Hindu. But at the end of the day, like that fraction of the country in a way so, that's still affected now like so, people hate muslims right. more than they should so ultimately <laughs> it's a situation where the powers that be were like hey so that they won't all gang up on us divide let's divide them and they will they'll be so mad at each other that they won't realize hey you know what we should really be pissed at classic them. That is right. a classic Playbook. chapter one move right there, bro. Uh, uh, and it so, is effective so the Brit- I'm not. I'm not saying this. Obviously, I'm saying the British at the time, the pro-colonialists. The argument that those people would make about everything that they were doing was, you know, they'd be like, they'd be like, well, what we're doing is we're civilizing yeah, the, the savage world. Like these, you know what I mean? They need to put some bloody pants on, right? They go there and it's like, look at all these snakes. Right, 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 Do right, something right, about right, the snakes right, for Christ's sake! Right? Mean, You've yo. got tigers. What is going on here? But their whole like argument would be that they were like. Civilizing, yeah, like America. Yeah. Well, right? I don't and know. I think they were. That was like the cover. Shit, that was. Right? I think that was the cover, and that but was easy like to that, sell. that was a nice uh, marketing angle. But at the end of the day, if you really want to get mad at what the British did, you just a few quotes from Winston Churchill will really rectify. It was all money, right. and they were like, "Yes, let's let this population starve so right. that we can increase our reserves. Yeah, right, right. We don't even need this shit. Yeah, right. But our we're just going to be yeah. like, well, they're animals, so let's let, literally like I don't know details, but there's a few situations where they let entire states just starve during a war or whatever internal war. They're like, yeah, we're just going to cut off supply lines. 
because we need to pad our future fucking horse right. feed or whatever the hell and they like, well, What do you think about Winston Churchill being kind of deified in Western society? You know I what mean, I mean? He's I like mean, a legendary figure amongst Western white people. He gets course, jerked off of all the time. Yeah, like, people what do you, who do that always do. Right. I think it makes, so, I mean, fuck. I mean, to but get to Indians, your, it must be like, Hitler, he's, but, he's but the listen, devil, this, right? Like, yeah, but, okay, between, uh, there's a few things that the British did that is fucking awesome that imperialism does, which is infrastructure, English. Those are two big things <laughs> that still yeah. last today. Right. The buildings I mean, they built, the thing, I mean, they, they're doing those things out of self-interest primarily, right? They want everyone to speak English. Well, and right? They, they want to build a railroad system so they can transport their shit. Right. They want all these things. Right. But, but at the same the time, they're, they're, at the same time, their foot is on the whole fucking country. Yeah, you know, right. And and it's, devastating. It's sort of like that. You ever seen the Life of Brian, Monty Python movie, Life well, of I just Brian? Watched it the other day with Bane. Where they're like, uh, they got this like group of like dissidents who are having a yeah. meeting about protests or whatever, and they're like, name one thing the, the Romans have ever done for us. And somebody's like, uh, the aqueduct. Yeah. He's yeah. like, well, yeah, okay, the aqueduct. But besides the aqueduct, name one thing yeah. the Romans have done for us. He's like, uh, the sewers. <laughs> right. So the, besides the aqueduct and the sewers, name one thing. He's like, about the roads. Okay, besides the roads, the aqueduct, and the sewers, name one thing. Like, the Colosseum. Yeah. You know, and it goes on like in. that, like right, repeatedly. Right, but right, that's right. funny. It's like, I love Monty Python, but that's like, and that joke always hit for me, and that's a well-executed funny scene but fundamentally but you disagree it's from with the a, notion. but it's like it, you could tell it was written by british dudes of course right, you know right, what right. i mean because it's, from it's a place like of, well, hey what would you be without us? it's kind of a pro-colonial yeah. bit sort of yeah. which i didn't think about that at 13 when i watched it i was like this is just funny but like it's actually very very british and sort of colonially in retrospect right. having, that, sure. right. having that attitude well on i mean you know it's the same argument too that like you know, when we make like when someone who is like just vehemently against taxes, like taxation is theft, and then you're like, okay, fair, but like we have to be able to do all this shit. Don't you like them, you know, roads that you drive on, the public library or whatever? Like, we're a little bit doing a version of that because to them, they're like, oh, so because every now and then they put that money to some good use. It's fine that they gouge us all and then give most of it to tankers to explode other countries. Yeah, but I think you can have that opinion because I have that opinion. I do too. I do too. Like, I'm you just can saying have it's, that it's opinion kind, while kind still, of close. You can have that opinion while still recognizing that like you got to pay taxes. Agreed. I, you know I, what I mean? agree. Like, I agree. Because like, the people that are super hardcore is like no taxes at all. It's just ridiculous. And, you know, I'm a cat person, but I saw, I've seen on the internet a couple of times, the cat analogy for libertarians. Mm-hmm. Like libertarians are like house cats because they are like, they live with complete disdain <laughs> for a system that they are utterly dependent on right. without, without that. realizing right. it. You know what I mean? Like they, and I think that's pretty accurate. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and then like, there are some of those house cats that are like, fuck it, I could go be an outside cat. And then they try and they, you know, yeah. get murdered get by shit an actual wrecked. outside right. cat because yeah, right. they were a false prophet. So, but anyway, all right, back to the Brits though. Um, you said earlier, you were like, oh, they came in and they stratified things even more. They pushed everybody down class-wise immediately. Mm-hmm. But how does that work? You guys, you guys have, you had a, the caste system predates them, right? Yeah. yeah right. Yeah, yeah. And that, so you guys already had a stratified society, right? And you're saying yeah. they came in and they just made, they just bumped everybody I down a level see. and just made it worse. Yeah. Cause, I, and y'all still, you still, I say y'all, we you're still, from Alabama. We still have They it. still have a caste society. Yeah, I was India, hoping right? we'd get into how, that like, you know, it's not like y'all all the time hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't, 
hit at all times. But <laughs> we have, uh, well, just just for your listeners, like the cast system historically is like it's five. It's like five layers. Okay. Okay. So the highest highest level is Brahmins. People with who, elephants. People. Brahmins. Brahmins are the Brahmins. the are the educated class and the priest class. Do they have and, elephants though? Was I kind of right? Sure. Okay. <laughs> They got elephant money, you know. Right, yeah, that's what I meant. They got the elephant walk, I'll tell yeah. you that much. Uh, and the Big old and, and so they too. so so the Brahmin class are anyone educated or priestly, so like priests, lawyers, doctors. Oh, they're at the tippy top. Anyone who needs is like running the mind academics, well, university see, professors. That, so so it doesn't you know you don't think like number one university professors. That used to no, be us. But I was gonna say now. that that. Kind of sense. hits for me because it does. Because you know, like, that. like that's England, how society runs. Well, like in England, the top class famously does nothing. Right. They like aristocrats. Right. Like the, the top of their society, they're like, what on earth is a job? Week, a weekend? A weekend? Yeah. What is that? Like, you know, like, like they it, don't. Yeah. They famously can't. They don't do shit. No, matter of fact, just, they just only, own everything. Not only do they not do shit, they are looked down upon by their peers if they, they try to do shit. It's wild. I'm helping down at the blah blah blah. Right. Like, Having any kind of job is like gross. Yeah, gross. Even if you don't. I, so fucking disgusting. The highest caste system being made up of people who actually contribute to society. I'm blown away by that. So that there's that to me makes a lot of sense. Okay. Yeah, right. Second in line are the and remind you this is like kingdoms that are closed off. So like the warriors and the rulers. So like wow. these are the kings. The rulers are number the, two. Number two. So like number two on the list, and that's my group. God damn is, it, 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 I know it. I know you hit. Yeah. And we're big. You say, we're you we're kind of big. We're number two. He like was, technically, he's like, he, he like you know. Yeah. But like uh, they are the so the kings, the king class, like king whatever, and then the war, like the military class. You hit so much harder over there than we Folk hit show. over here, damn. and we oh, don't. God, not, yeah. And, but we don't not hit. I mean, I do not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I do not hit at all. But like, mm. I, but I like. Again, we're talking about like the cast he's in. If you're looking at it from that perspective, like I'm from the very bottom of the social strata I in have, this country. I have you can't you, you uh, well, adjust still, for race. I'm about, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I am still a white guy. So thank you're God for that. You're a straight white okay. male. That, yeah, I know. Above the know. height of five ten. Yes, but I'm from a fucking like cast perspective. Pillbilly ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking right. poverty stricken area of rural Tennessee. I'm sorry, like, you can't be two. You can't be okay. bigger trash. So than that's that. two. And number th- the third are the merchants. So this that's the wealthy class. So n- mind you, number three is it's the still wealthy. Good to be. So this is the that's what I'm saying. Like the point of okay. So number Wait, three. So does three so make more money often than one? Yeah, that's what you're saying. So the, okay. that's wow. the merchant. There's these are the owners, the people who run the stores, the people who run the grocery stores, the people who run those things, the admin people who own the stores. Number four are the people who work for them. So right. all the workers. And then number below that is people who clean up shit and you just work your way down to like nothing. Right. That's right? the only one of those. Hold on. Wait, like... wait, wait, wait. You said below that. There's two more though below that, right? So you said there's five, right? So it's five. So there's the educated class, the, Priest, uh, the warrior, warrior class, the merchant owners, class, and then workers. Four and five, so four is like shit standard jealous. laborers. Yeah, four, five, like four is standard laborers and five, five is, is like the cleanup crew. Right, you like know. janitors, janitors, cleanup crew, people who clean shit so on like the street. Four, but like a construction worker would be like four. Construction worker would be four. But like that's, a, a, that's skilled labor. But like a janitor or something is yeah, five. Yeah. You have to wear right. a patch. Okay. And no, because the thing is, it's based on your your vocation. 
It's not right. based. It, it's not and based your on money. And your vocation is what your family does. Right. Okay. So, so but like, you are still born into. So it. you're born into it, and, and good luck. Well, see, good luck what, getting out, and all marriages are and within see, those systems. So you're not are, working your way up from a shit shoveler. You but can if, you, if you're right. like in the prominent class, and if you're trying to marry someone from the merchant class back then, no bueno. But even maybe, though they made more money, doesn't matter. That's crazy. But I'm saying, too, that in 2023, if you're born in the fifth class, the janitor class or whatever, yeah. like, they ain't, there's nothing you can do about that? So Are now, they allowed so to now, go to colleges so and now learn now they're shit, doing or? the affirmative action. They're saying 20% needs to hit this quota. Oh, they come over here. And it's, no, no, I'm saying, like, even yeah. in universities, colleges, job, like, they are trying to have that thing happen where, like, okay, right. 20% of your educated class has to be. This is the same thing for race here. Like, you need a certain amount of black people in a school before you to be accredited or whatever. Or, okay. Or, or, you know, like, it's, so the people in that it's, lowest it's, class, they're going to college and shit now. 20% or like, so, that's the uh, idea. They can, or, but I'm so, dude, one of the funniest, this is a kind of a side story, but there's a, there's a, uh, there's a, a lawsuit in California that's trying to ban caste discrimination because what was happening was like people in the lowest caste in India were like basically figuring out a way to fly to California and start work and do the American dream shit. And they ended up coming here. They end up working at a gas station their person who owns the gas station is of a higher caste and treats them like shit because wow. of their shitty caste from India. Even though, and yeah. so now they're causing a tizzy and they're like, and the California is so woke. They're right. like, this is part of now a discrimination blanket. LGBTQ and your caste. Okay. You're like, Yo, yeah. What? I mean, I'm not surprised to hear that. That's at not surprising. All. Like, but if, I just the, loved if, it. if the higher caste they come over from India, and then also a lower caste person comes up, like, yeah, of course they're going to treat them. And there's discrimination, well, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. But, but to stupid, have that but, discrimination now part so, of like the zeitgeist of, like, I mean, that's a very California thing. Very hilarious. Yeah, Alabama <laughs> ain't fucking with all that. So they're like, you're all, yeah, 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 you're yeah, all yeah, Indians, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't understand. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Was that lunch? Yeah. So so. Oh my God, brain fart. Okay, so you were talking about how now they're trying to do a thing where like they have a quota, twenty percent from the don't hit class has to go to college or whatever. Like, yeah. would you say because you're talking about the mass exit? I don't remember the word you used. What was the word for like when you're, diaspora? Diaspora. diaspora. Yeah. Okay, so like how much of effect did the, there's a mass exodus from any all these people coming to America and realize? Now I'm not about to suggest that America is perfect or even hits. However, at least, don't get me wrong, dude, if you're born poor in America, there is a grand chance that you will die poor in America. Almost but, certainly. Almost certainly. But theoretically, anybody can be anything. Well, that's like, the grand lie I, of I our country. You know? I know like, it that's, is. But over that's there, our whole no, thing. But over there, it's not, there's no lie. It's like, no, you I know. can't. Yeah, I know. Right. right. But, then, but, then, like, but then sometimes they come over here and they do that. Like they, they actually work really hard and they do that. Those people then go back to India and start telling everybody about all this shit, mm -hmm. and then everybody's well, like, "We're gonna have to start." But hold letting. on, hold on. Do they do that though? Meaning, I don't, that's like, what I'm many, asking. I mean, the people that the people that come over here from India and do the gas station hotel stuff, they're from that merchant class, not right? They're from so all, it's they're not all over the place. So, like, someone from the lowest caste, theoretically, they could come over here and they could start hitting here, and mm -hmm. that would be okay. That's I'm how sure it I've happens, seen it, right? I've seen it, yeah. I okay, well, people, that's what I'm talking yeah, yeah, yeah. about. Right, but if that person goes back to India, are they going to be trash they're, again? They're, even if they, they're, they're like, we I don't mean, give a fuck. I mean, nah, I mean money rules everything, Dude, so right. you can get away with it. But 
they will still have that chip on their shoulder. But that's not they what will I'm still suggesting. in if their own make, soul be like, I'm a you know. If they make a lot of money, I, buddy, I get that. Yeah. But if they make a lot of money over here, and then let's say, then they've got they're rich as fuck, but they came from the lowest class caste. Like that happens. They have kids. These kids grow up rich. Are those kids? They're still from the lowest caste. Like you can't ever do nothing uh, about that. No I matter think, what. I, I do think now because of money and the internet and blah blah blah. There's mobility in India. Right. Meaning, meaning even in Britain, meaning, you could be like knighted or something. These right, arguments that we have, or this argument of the caste, like I think it it holds just like in rural America. These like villagey shit. They hold more true. These these old customs hold more true. Whereas like in India, like in rural lands, yes, the caste system is more dominant because that's the thing that governs them, right? But with migration patterns to cities, the cities are inherently more open minded. Companies uh, okay. don't give a fuck if you can get value. So like, right. there's a certain amount of like that these ideals being literally eroded away because not just in this realm, but like. You can date. You can fucking go on dating apps now. You can date whoever the fuck you want. Like, there's things that are like crushing this whole system because the system is fueled by marriage well, and joint family and all this stuff. My what do question, you mean? Meaning, like, marriages they only have to happen within the same caste and stuff, and that's always how it goes, and that's why. Yeah, well, think so. About, that's what think, keeps the caste system in in place is that yeah, yeah. people marry within the same caste. The notion of a joint family. Right. My fam my mom grew up in a joint family. Well, my family, everyone grew up in a family. So like you have four gener three generations living under one household. You have like a seven bedroom house and there's six families in there. Grandpa with grandma's in one, uh three bro brothers, three four brothers, you know, so like they all live under one house. There's a clear hierarchy. And what happens is, let's say you have a son, he's about to get married. That dude ain't moving nowhere. What's right. happening is you're going to get a wife from another family to come move in. Right. What is that wife going to have from the family's perspective? Oh, they're going to have regrets. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying like, what are you looking for? What is the family looking for? Is a the family, set, if, if, just, if the family's setting this up on their own, shut my mouth. they're Sorry, go not going to look for someone who's in a different caste, language, right. family, different food. They're going to try to find the same exact thing right which means I mean, the same hell, cast which is the same, mean, dude, which is the same I, thing happens here well, i was about to say i get like dude like even but i'm saying like that katie, gets the whole thing like i didn't think about it this way but like it was a huge thing when i realized that katie was from fucking wayne county which is similar to clake and i went there and saw and also like katie's also a fucking liberal queer from a place like that like most of the girlfriends i had were like christian conservatives and shit. I, right dude fence post right and main ones yeah. right because i grew up where i grew up and then, but I've been with Katie for fucking 15 years or whatever, and we're married and have kids and shit, and we never talked about this way, but I know part of it was because I realized that, like, we were from, like, the same type of place and the same type of background. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Very so, like, obviously, like, you're so just gonna, It just makes sense. It makes sense, but it's, like, not even in, like, a, uh, oh, I would never date someone lower than me. It's just, like... Uh, Katie's so, listening right now going like I mean I you guys are way you. more trash well, than course, we are of course you are she's there yelling at the phone she's like I mean my parents are still together and yeah, they had right. job like and, I don't know yeah, why you're, house. I don't know why you're acting like we don't hit when everybody knows you, you don't, don't hit, hit Trey right. like that's and not like I, like I was I was from the other side of the tracks compared to Katie right. but like it's not but like over here I listen don't get me wrong there's definitely some people who would be you know in the one or two cast if we had that who like they push their kids to like you also marry someone with money. Don't marry oh, that yeah. trap. But 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 like, you know, but 
for a lot of times, it's not people who go, I will not marry someone that's from a different thing than me. It's just that, like, you naturally get along better with someone who has a who similar experience yeah, that right. you do. Like, right. that's just how that works. Your chemistry is going to be better. You have a, like, you have, like, not necessarily shared memories, but, like, yeah. we had a same childhood, like, you know, whatever. Yeah, but it's more formalized. About that's what I'm saying. It's more yeah. formalized. Like, it, it, I'm talking about, I'm right. talking about it like, happens over here on accident. I'm, over there, it's I'm talking about like, on purpose. If your father is decide, like, my my mom was told to marry my dad. Of course. She did not want to, which means, like, there's the freedom in, like, this, like, decision. Like, yeah, yeah it would be nice to have a girl yeah. who can talk to my parents. It's not like that. It's Where's like, like yeah. you're just like, yeah, we did the research, the parents talked, they click. And you're getting married. Yeah, right. But again, it is here, what it is. It's like it's kind of like okay, well, the but they, it's hard to break the caste system. Of but well, but they they moved over here. They settled in Alabama. Mm-hmm. They had and you, I'm, and I'm you now, know, I'm and now dating you're dating a, dating a cracker. I'm You've got a cracker, girl. cracker ass, honker right. face cracker. But that that probably don't hit for your mama too much, does it? Like, I, you, surely <laughs> she's given up on him. She's given <laughs> up on me. Well, and she with, yeah. is just happy I'm not, you know, I'm with someone. Gay? I'm not gay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny that, like... How's that work over there? Still, like, being gay, is that I think it's, a pretty it's, major it, problem? I think now... What are, I, I think it's starting, in, like, once again, in the cities, it's a lot more Do you open. lose a cast point if you're gay? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like if you're if you're a woman but you're gay, so or, yeah. if you're yeah, like, sixty two. I'm just saying, yeah. I bet you there's a lot of gay ones because they're the academics. Does that Yo, make them a two in some I people's eyes? I have five uncles. Two of them were gay. Nice. They nice. all had kids with women. Like I'm saying, like well, yeah, you because well, yeah. this cat. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, oh, dude, my my look, he never came out of the closet. Yeah. But everyone in my but family it, knew. My it, uncle, Ber- my uncle Bernard, like he was as gay as the day is long. But he also Begrudgingly had a wife. You kind of, you know what I mean. You so kind of, sort of, got to give it up to my uncle Tim. I feel like because yep. the generation Tim's he's from and yep. where he's from, like he did not yeah. play that nope. shit. That, like he's from, a, he's from, a, he's from a generation yeah, yeah. of Southern men where like they married I women, they had that. kids, they pretend, and he was like. No, nope, I'm about that dick and butt life. Yeah, and, yeah, and, I was gonna and say, y'all I are gonna have to just deal with that. I don't mean this. It's a solitary life. Yeah, yeah I don't. And I don't degree. mean this right. in a stereotypically flamboyant way, but like he's loud and proud. Like, yeah, no, he yeah. He don't like to be like I'm gay, but I don't really try to like. No, he will let you know within five minutes of meeting him. I am the bottom slot pig boy, and that's <laughs> my jam. You got dicks, bring them on. I still I remember meeting him. You first got a dick, time. I got a butt, baby. <laughs> Too short. I don't know if I should get into this right now. But when we're done, remind me to tell you what I was going to tell you okay. about Uncle Tom. Um, I had a question in there. By I don't want to put him on I, front street. I framed poorly, and I'll ask it, and then we can move on. Was that because now, you, like you said, they're trying to get the twenty percent of like we got to meet this quota or whatever? Like, do you think that was influenced by them realizing that a lot of lower class, like people from the fives? We're going to America and realizing, holy shit, I can be something over here. And then they thought, oh, my God, we're going to lose all of our shit shovelers because they're not going to stay. We have to at least fake like they don't always have to be a shit shoveler. No, there's enough people in India and enough volume of people on the lowest end of the spectrum. They don't have to ever worry. I mean, there's still slaves there. Right. I'm talking like servant-wise. What? Well, he's got some. I'm not slave slaves. I'm saying like there's so much population and this lower class that we're just casually talking about. It's like, 
a third of the country, which is, I don't know, 300, 400,000, 400 no, million. million. Yeah, yeah. Three, yeah. 400 yeah. million More people. More people than are so, in America so like, total, total yeah. are in that and cast. In that yeah, cast, yeah, right. and they are, yeah. and they're of an age, they're young, they're whatever, they're eager, and they're, they're working hard. So because of that, there's a lot of like cheap labor across the board, which right. means every even lower class, even middle class or every whatever you're looking at it, there's a lot of people who live much nicer. And one thing that happened with families coming over here, especially like my my mom, my mom, she's like she grew up with like her father was a chief irrigation officer of a state, the biggest state in India. So like water man. He had he was a waterman and he worked and for the government. So he's like he, a he traveled he traveled around the world looking at dams and how irrigation systems work and trying to institute it in their country, whatever. Like high position, he had a house, he had five cars, he had a whole crew, and then my dad, you know, research scientist, comes to America. All of a sudden, my mom has to do the fucking dishes. She has to do the laundry. Oh really? I'm she sorry. Had, I, I, yeah, I would not have thought. I, that. I was. Do you upset, know what I'm saying? Like, like, well, I didn't think I. Sorry for this, but I figured over there, yeah. old-fashioned marriages and shit. Women, women were still women. No. But you're saying the no, cast no, no, no. you guys were in, the, your, I'm just your saying, mom didn't like, have to – they had servants that did all had that. servants, even, right. even at the lower-ish level. So for her, moving to Alabama is a step down. I mean, that's yeah. not yeah. that weird. Oh, yeah. That's not that it's weird like, it's for like Alabama. People from Detroit such, have said that. And you get <laughs> – that's the American dream. And you're like, okay, well, we're going to come here. We're going to do this. There's free. There's, the air's clean. There's infrastructure, right. blah, blah, blah. But you got to do your own fucking laundry. You got to run and get your own shit. You can't have slaves. That's why we came to Alabama. Alabama. That's, yeah. We heard, we heard we that they were. Leave. We heard that they were still doing that. Damn you it! Know? Do y'all on that note? Do y'all know the? Uh, so y'all know the the famous uh, conjoined twin. They're the reason that it was called Siamese, Siamese. twins. The they the Siamese twins from the 1800s. That's what it was called at the time. Ang and Chang. I know that sounds racist, but it it, was, it, it's something we like that. We talked about this on the episode. When it, we say it, Chinese names, it sounds racist. It's something like Ang and Chang. That's not, but they're these the, these brothers who were conjoined by a little like flap of skin. But uh -huh. it was in the eighteen hundreds, so they were like, y'all just together forever. We yeah, yeah, we yeah, can't yeah. we can't scissor through that because right. you know everything dies yeah, when we do anything. Uh, they say yeah, good right. to ruck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. But so but he those do dudes. That. But do you I know? Do, that. do you know who I'm? Yeah, he's Asian. Do you know who I'm talking about? Those dudes. Those guys are famous. You've seen pictures of the old timey, yeah, Siamese yeah, twins, yeah, yeah, the Asian I mean, guys. Sure. Yeah. So yeah. that was in the 1800s. They were huge on like the sideshow circuit and stuff in America. They made a shitload of money. Did y'all? Did y'all know? That they then like retired to somewhere in the south and bought a shitload of slaves and became slave Get owners and were the like, fuck yeah, they were out like, of here. yeah, right, they did, yeah, they did. I think it was maybe North Carolina, but that might be wrong. But they retired, they retired somewhere in the south, took all their circus money, bought a bunch of slaves, oh and were like, and God. became, and I think became, despite being Asian, I think they became like sort of in that little group of like the plantation fellers right. in the area where they were living well, in. Aristocrats. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Ain't that wild? That's yes. wild. Yeah. You know, I get people just like, well, if you had money in the 1800s, what else you gonna spend it on? You know? Um, Their racism was combined at the hip too. Like right, that yeah. is fucking, I, that's insane. How is that not more known? I know, right? Well, I think because I think the Chinese don't want to admit to. Well, it. I think and that also, they're they're mostly looked at as like a, Asian, an an uh, like a, a an interesting historical oddity that's fun right. to talk about or whatever. 
and it's not fun to then mention that also they then owned a bunch of slaves. Right. You know what I mean? So people I think just, it is people fun just to leave, say that. People just leave that part out. If this show wouldn't exist if it wasn't fun to me to talk about the fact that they then owned slaves. It don't hit to own slaves, but it's very fun to learn that the most famous Siamese twins ever had a back 40 to their life that was more insane than being conjoined at a circus. Yeah. That is bananas. And so it was just literally the reason it was called Siamese Twins is because the most famous ones happened to be Asian. I think that's right. So, that part, may, it literally, their name was literally Chang and Ang. Nice. Chang and Ang. Uh, they then, yeah, they retired and purchased 18 slaves to maintain their property. Uh, their slave owner status cemented their support for the Confederacy during the I, Civil War. Oh, my God. They they were they like were on the side of the South and shit in the Civil War. Okay, uh, hey, hold on just a second. Yeah, they were from Thailand, which at the time was called Siam. Siam. So they were uh, they were Siamese, and they were famously conjoined, and so it became Siamese oh, twins. Some okay, jobs. Trey, Look at because me and you were having this conversation a couple weeks ago, not on the show, on text. I sent you a Instagram post from that history account that I follow. I believe it was history photographed. I highly suggest that you follow them on Instagram. And it was talking about, I believe it was the bearded lady. Was it the bearded lady? Uh, it keep, was, keep going. It was a circus freak or whatever. And yeah. on it, this is the 1800s, and it was talking about how in her show with the circus, she was paid $400 a week. And I sent it to you and go, dude, in the 1800s, this is so much goddamn money. And you were like, yeah, I don't believe it. Well, now that we know that the Siamese twins, who were a sideshow attraction at a circus, retired from the circus and bought slaves, I'm, aren't you convinced now that those people were making so much more money than you would ever think they would? Yeah, so it's a, they only toured for 10 years, which I didn't realize. They toured on the freak show circuit for 10 years, and after 10 years of freak show touring, they had enough money to settle near Mount Airy, North Carolina. So we it couldn't was, do that. So it was North Carolina. No, I mean, they went I'm, viral. I'm coming much. up on 10 years right. pretty soon, and I ain't you got slave go money. I no, people. hell no. They became American citizens, bought their own slaves, married two local white women sisters in My North Carolina, God. fathered 21 children combined. A lot of those sons later fought for the Confederacy during the Civil War, and they had two houses on the same property. One was Chang's house, one was Ang, was Ang's house, and they would alternate every three days. Uh, so like they'd spend three days in Chang's house with his wife and kids, and then three days in Ang's house with his wife and kids. After the Civil War, they got pretty fucked. They were on the wrong side. They were on the losing side. Right. They were on the side of the Confederacy. What? After the Civil War, they lost. They lost They're a lot of their wealth. Slaves. And yeah, right. Yeah. They lost a lot of shit because of being on the wrong side of that. And then they had to go back to touring after that. And they shit ended up. Way. They died. They died at the age of sixty-two. And they both died at the same time. Well, yeah, because they, you know, they were they shared a lot. Like, what, but they only had to flap. I thought they had their own individual stuff. Well, see, I've always heard that. Yeah, I mean, By they, the way, they good both for had, them for dying at the same kids? time. They both kid. They had twenty one kids combined. By the way, can I say something? But yeah, Aside no, from the that, owning that's slaves, them right there. Like they were, and I've since heard people say like if they were born in the modern era, it'd be so easy to separate right. them. But again, in the eighteen hundreds, they couldn't do that. But they shared like a blood stream and everything. So. One of them got sick and died, and the other one, there was nothing they could do. Right. So it, he just died, too. Can I say something? Aside from the owning slaves and fighting for the Confederacy part, good for them. Because, like, that's a hell of a life for two people who were born with, you know. Not bad. A, uh, uh, you know, 
a foot down or whatever. I also, uh, the legal, you would think the South is so racist that they wouldn't allow. I agree. Like that I, agree. I agree. I agree. It's, it's like it, you were talking it, it about. It does feed to like, there is an open mindedness as long as the money. money. You're all money. Money. You're racist too. Money. Also that, that too, I think, yeah. I, first of all, I feel like there's a couple of factors. We here. don't like I y'all, think, but they don't hit money. I think though. in the 1800s in North Carolina, there were probably almost no Chinese Asian, people. Chinese Thai yeah. people. Cause yeah. they actually, they're from Thailand, but they are of Chinese descent. So whatever. In North Carolina, there's probably no other Chinese slash Thai people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They own their own black people. Right. They own their own slaves. Check. They got money. Right. And so even these like Confederate super Man, racist disabled. motherfuckers were like, I mean, we're like these guys hit for us, which is wild so that that funny. Dude, money fucking fixes, it, it, cures everything, it bro. I, I well, I don't know if you say this, fixes, but it changes everything. This is going to sound Money like, changes everything. This is going to sound like I'm trying to make a bit out of this, but I'm not. I genuinely want to know your answer. If they'd been two completely separate dudes instead of Siamese no, twins. No one would know anything about them. Well, no, no, no. Not only, I'm, I'm asking, if like, don't, do you think a little bit of that is why these southern white plantation people were like, oh, they're okay? Because, like. That was wild to them, and they were like felt of bad course. for them. Yeah, yeah, no, it was like I think also they were like celebrities at right. the time. They've been on the right. newspapers and stuff, and they were like, they, "Y'all know the Siamese twins? They live right down right. the road. Super racist they got people still slaves. like Michael Jordan. I just yeah, like yeah. The, uh, it. Just it still blows my mind it's when great. I, whenever I see like I, I think I told this story once long ago on the other podcast, but I have a family friend, uh, close family friend we grew up with. He is a. Uh, uh, ass doctor. He's what's it called? Um, proctologist. 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 He's, yeah, um, proctologist. He, That's a bubble inter- doctor. Yeah, yeah, but he does the whole intestinal tract. Oh, um, a gastrointestinal. Gastrointestinal. Right, so, so he yeah. he for twenty something years he was the only gastro doctor in Dothan or one of these Alabama yeah. community towns, and he was telling that I remember him telling this like ten years ago. We were at a dinner party. He just. Gets, he just drinks beer and just hangs out. And he was telling us, he was like, he's like, yeah, went to a KKK rally. <laughs> like, he legitimately was just bragging that just he to went say to say what the, it was about? Yeah, he was just like, he's or going just to just because he hated black guys that and much his, or whatever? And his like, daughters are like super left liberal and they're like, dad, I can't believe you go. And he's like, yeah, they're just having a rally. And and I was like, and, and uncle, he's like, you just well, how'd that, hung out there? How did that go? And, he's, they like, and he's like, he's like, he's like, yeah. He I shows look up at, and they're like, I you hate N-words? No, no, no. He's like, yeah. Like, yes, I, I do. I, I look at their ki- their entire family's asshole. What, are they going to ha- hate me? Right. And I, I was like, oh, these people but, are so not are monsters. You, that Is he racist that or he, he just wanted to go and see what was up? He doesn't care. He's just like, they pay me money. They're not hurting I me. I am there. go to a KKK meeting, you fall on one side or the other. No, you could caring. be an investigative journalist. Well, yeah, but he's not. He's a butthole doctor. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. But also, like, he was like, I was just having a beer hanging out. That I was like, that's Im- so funny. That kind of implies that like a racist KKK dude went to his butthole doctor right. and yeah, yeah. was like, you know, you're all right. <laughs> right hey, why, why don't you come through Saturday? We're having a little thing, a little get-together, you know. You might want to wear, uh, like, a hood we'll or wear. something. Right? You know, uh, we'll be wearing them, too. I just so. found it so funny. And it's, then, that's hilarious. That made so me it's think, awful, but that it's hilarious. That made me think of this thing with the twins. It's like, I, you would think the South would be like, hey, twins with weird eyes, fuck off. Go to the other side. And the twins are, like, getting slaves. That's even more, like, everything about it is wrong. 
It doesn't yeah. make this make any sense. Of course, yeah. <laughs> and then when they, when they lost, they're like, oh, no. How would they say the general of the Confederate Army? The general? You know, Robert E. Robert E. Reed. Okay. Oh, uh, I, sorry. I just, I wanted to hear it said, and I can't say it. So... Uh, I, I was going to ask Asian. you, because I think you told us you got a buddy like this, and I want to ask about this. Like, We, for a minute, we were pitching a cartoon around the various <laughs> networks. They all said, no, don't hit. And it was mm-hmm. set in, at like a redneck-ass golf course in the rural south. Me, Corey, and Drew worked on the golf course, and our best friend in the show was Tushar, yeah. our Indian buddy, who uh, in the show drove like the UPS truck or whatever, because we needed an excuse for you to come by every day. And right. what could Brown do for you? And what can Brown I, do I, for you? Yeah, exactly, yeah, right. So, but in the show, the way we wrote you, and it's funny because this is, I don't know, I don't know your cracker girlfriend, but I don't think this fits exactly. But in the show years ago, we made it to where you had met a super redneck trash lady <laughs> and y'all got married and had a bunch of little fucking redneck trash kids and you were like real, real like Southern, you know, you'd sort of been trashified, mm-hmm. whatever, which I think is a hidden character. But you texted us recently a picture of your buddy who like, you've got friends who have done that, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You've got friends who have gone like full native They went in full, Alabama, like went. fucking camo ball cap, full, fucking full. Yeah, back to chewing, just one close redneck friend. ass Indian buddies. Well, right? the other person, I love that. Yeah, the other person that that was like, it was obviously it was too sharp, but we'd done things like that before because of the dude in my hometown that had money. You know, yeah, and he's that now. Like he wasn't, he was a little bit at the time, but now he is full bore camo dips. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, 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 right. In it, dude, and I love it. I love it too. I have. How I, do you so feel about I have, it? I have three. I have four friends left. In, I mean, four friends I keep up with in Huntsville, and they're like my homies. Like during the pandemic, when I lived there, I like reignited our f- friendship and brought. The, we brought. We were just friends, and we we're like same age, late thirties, early forties. And uh, they they range on severity of how redneck they turn. So mm-hmm. one guy, they all married white women, or like they're in the midst of some white woman situation. Check. One's divorced, one's whatever. But one is just like he's still Indian, but he doesn't identify with Indian or white people. But he dated a white girl, and they're both kind of like cute. The other on the spectrum is the guy. His family was super Hindu, super religious. They would be the family where everyone would go to do the prayer. Se- like they would have mm-hmm. host prayer sessions all the time. And this guy ended up, his middle sister, his older sister ended up uh, dating some PGA gar- golfer. And so she turned kind of Christian. Uh, this, this guy named Spike McCroy, whatever. Okay. Just like this guy. And dated her, dated this guy. She became kind of like, you know, it was first in our community. It was like, oh, she dated, a, she's married a white guy. Pretty crazy. Yeah, right. And then she converted to Christianity. I was like, okay, well, that makes sense. And then she kind of pulled his brother into it. And now the brother, and then the brother ended up marrying and dating and ha- dating and marrying and having kids with this other white girl. And he turned full redneck. Like his whole, like everything, his business, he said, he's like the real estate. So like the whole thing. So like everything about him, he wears the camo hat. He has a big old pickup truck. He has a kiss. He goes to church and just to he's watch it and, and to watch <laughs> he's gone yeah. and uh it's just it's just fascinating to watch i don't have a problem with it i don't look at it and be like fuck we lost one good well, one i feel like me and trey are the ones that should have a problem with it because it is clear appropriation of our culture but i love I, it no, i love it oh i wish everybody and it's and, super history and the fact and the fact that 
this country could allow that and like I guess this community whatever can allow it non-violently and embrace him they love him they it's love also Bronte, very smart to my do. buddy my buddy is like he should be a mayor like he has mayor vibes so he makes everyone feel comfortable and whatever and people love him right so it's like one thing if he did that and now he's meeting all the resistance from rednecks being like right. fuck right. you brown not, clown well, or whatever you this, brown clown. this sort of goes <laughs> brown clown <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is about how creative our people are as a general rule. Brown clown. Dune, we, Dune was my favorite. I'm about to say what it would be more racist than that. Just yeah. put sand. Yeah. Sand. And then N-word, yeah. right, yeah. But I mean, if it ain't brown. that goes back to uh, we were saying earlier about, like, uh, how Chang and Aang fit in and stuff. And this, like, Aziz Ansari had a bit on one of his albums years ago. I remember talking about, like, because he's from South Carolina and he was at a concert with like one of his best friends, a white guy that he like grew up with when he was like 20 or something. They went to a rap concert and he said that his white buddy looked around and goes, dude, we're like the only white people here. Right. And Aziz was like, I don't know what the fuck you talking about. Like, cause I'm not, you know, and like, I think that, I think that that does sort of happen yeah. sometimes with like, Maybe people like your buddy I, in those scenarios or whatever, they just like assimilate I, so well, well or I'm something. Not, I, and they're like, and also the old boys are like, well, he don't seem black. He seems, you know right, what I mean? And it's yeah, like, and you get like, I, just I don't know, realize, you like sort of slip in there just, or something. I, I don't know. I definitely just realized, and I do not mean this in a, I guess I don't see color kind of way, but like, I a little bit do that with you. You know what I mean? Like, now granted, it's just because like, you're one sure. of my, but I'm saying you're one of my best friends, therefore, it, it doesn't at all matter, and it's not like, but like, sometimes I'm like, oh right, Tushar is an Indian. I'm, you know what I mean? I'm an exception, I think. A I think bit. more of you. I think more about you being from Alabama yeah, yeah, or whatever yeah. than being like an Indian. Uh, Me personally, I'm like. I mean, uh, here's the thing. I I have. And my relationship to you guys is really... I was just telling Drew this, actually. It's funny like, we say that and we call him the Indian outlaw. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, but that's out of love. But I'm saying, like, out of all, like... I've been trying to, like, search... I mean, this is going to sound a little more deeper than I'm, uh, I was planning to go. But, like, I've been, like, searching for my, like, through comedy, like, who my crew is, right? So, like, you know, you go to these cities and you find your friends. You go to L.A. for a little bit. You find your crew to run around with. You go to New York. I went to India. I'm, like... I'm like, these are my people. And eventually I came back. And then I'm like with my Indian comics who are grew up here that are like me. And you would think those are the most like me. But there's something about when I hang out with you guys. Yeah. It's just like I feel the most comfortable Aww. in my own skin. And kind of like, yes, there's certain things about Indian stuff that we can't joke about. But like, we ain't found point, it yet. But you know, have, I'm saying like, <laughs> but speaking in Hindi and all that stuff, like I can't do with you guys. But like, this feels the most at home, and that's because I grew up there. We, and yeah, like, no, I, my comfort level in my like coming of age years yeah. of like 13 to 20 or whatever. And this was when like Indian people kind of abandoned me because I was like a fat kid and I didn't do dances and shit, and I'm, I wasn't people, really cool. Do they move down a cast? They should be, fat. yeah. They should. The weight should pull you down, yeah, but right. they don't do that. But then I found like my crew in high school, and I had a joke about this. It was like I got basically adopted by this crew of white dudes who just love me, and I was the only Indian guy. And it was just like that's why I feel like the Aziz joke. I'm like, I'm one of y'all, but am I? Like what? Yeah, like, right. Oh, no, my sensibilities come country, from that. Well, like, I mean, I think what you said about uh, like I said, I think of you more as being from Alabama. Like I really, genuinely, for me. In the comedy world, especially living in LA and going all and going to LA and New York or whatever, yeah. and dealing with comics and stuff, 
I just can, if somebody else is from the South and like the South South, yeah. right? Like, so fucking Alabama absolutely counts. I'm like, I just have a fucking connection right. with that person. Right. And I've always felt you're, that. I mean, you, you, you remember like when we, me and Roy, we're not, when I found out Roy's from Birmingham, I was like, yeah, yo, instantly. you ain't black Dude, Roy, anymore. Hey, you from the South. Right. Dude, Roy's like super <laughs> Southern. Super fuck, Southern. Yeah. He's like, and, and that's his identity we did, to me. We did a, we did an interview with uh, AL.com, the Alabama, the big, mm-hmm. you know, and, yeah, what's the paper that AL.com is part of? The, uh, like, biggest Whatever, paper yeah. in Alabama. We did an interview with their website once. They put it on there. And the journalist asked us, as part of that whole process, who, and he started with me, he was like, who do you think is the, the best Southern comedian going right now? And I was like, I'd say Roy Wood Jr., hands yeah. down. Yeah, and he yeah. was like, and the guy, a white guy, white journalist, white liberal journalist yeah. from Alabama, he was like, oh, damn, I'm – like I feel kind of exposed right now because like I didn't think about because I he was like in my head I asked you Southern comedian and I was thinking like white, just white people white blue collar types or whatever and I was like I was like yeah well dude Roy's like super yeah. goddamn Southern man and I was yeah. like just yeah. just fucking listen to him he's like that motherfucker is Alabama as hell and he rules I would like to point yes. out that we're not doing the thing that some people do where they're like. Oh, I, I don't you you don't even act Indian. I think you know what I mean. Right. Like you act so what? Like I'm not. We're not doing that. It's just like Southern supersedes uh, things. Su- southern right. supersedes thing. If you're Southern, especially if you're Southern and not like the shitty awful yes, type. You're if one, you're from the South and you're not like a lunatic redneck that's asshole, what you are to me. I don't care what color or or fucking uh, gayness level. Yeah, right. Or none of that. Your identity you are, to me. None is of that. Like southern. I'm gonna connect with you For sure. immediately. Of course. And that's how me and DJ. Met yeah. Tushar together in L.A. or whatever, yeah, I and like that day, that day was awesome. It was so great. Within well, dude, an hour talking to him, I was like, "This is my fucking dude." <laughs> dude, well, I love this with, guy. Speaking of DJ, though, like obviously DJ is a white person, but like when I first started, like when me and DJ first met, there is not two people. Like nobody would have put us together as like being best friends and like being ride or die, do everything together, just because like. You know, as crazy as I am, like, DJ was on a complete another level. We had such a different background in so many ways. But, like, he was super Southern. I'm super Southern. We're both not pieces of shit. And it's just like, there you go. All right, there's three of us, so we're best friends now. You know what I mean? Like, it really does just like. Well, even the people do, like, I, you know, you were there. Zach Galifianakis did one of my Largo shows, right? And Zach Galifianakis is, like, from North Carolina, but he's, like, an alt-comic, brilliant, hilarious dude who doesn't seem super Southern, but he did my Largo show, and he came back there, and Flanny was like, hey, Zach, this is Trey, this is his show, and I was like, hey, Zach, big fan, nice to meet you, and first words out of his mouth, he goes, you from the South? And I was like, yeah, I'm from Tennessee, and then, like, we just talked for, then like, he started 15, dipping. Immediate, just immediately. Yeah. There was, like, literally an immediate connection between best. us. Yeah. As soon as he, As soon as he found that out, he was like... Uh, you know, it just, I don't he know, goes, it's uh, just something, and I'm sure that's also true for New Yorkers and shit, I'm sure that's true for everybody. Of course, everybody. of course. But, but like, we're from the South, yeah, so for and me. and otherwise don't have a lot in common except we're comedians, but like, yeah, and I remember, I, he's like, where are you from? And I said, uh, Chattanooga, and he goes, 85 South, 24, and I was like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, hell yeah, and then again, he pulls out dip, and he puts it in, and we all were like, no offense, but you don't seem like somebody that dips, and he's like, yeah, and then I noticed he was dipping Kodiak, which for anybody that knows, like, that's the dip you dip if you don't have a lot of money, I guess, right. which is like, I'm fine, but I was like, I said, Zach, you know, I think three hangover movies later, later, you can probably get some Copenhagen, and he just goes, 
man, you know, this is just what I started dipping, and it's what I like. And, like, I've never so good. always loved Galifianakis, don't get me wrong, yeah. but, like, that cemented him as, like, okay. Legend. I want, love this dude. I want yeah, yeah. everything for him. Like, yeah. I want everything for him. And I also feel like if I was in a situation and he was near, I could yeah. call out to him. He would hear my accent and go, I got you, buddy. You know yeah. what I mean? I do, like – being in a majority white upbringing and then seeing how white people react to an outsider coming in. Uh, there was one, I remember there was one black dude who was just like, he infiltrated like the, like it was me and this guy and a few handful of other people. And there's something that we have to do in any group if, as an outsider, you have to come in, you have to adapt. And in my case, it was just like, I had to deal with, just uh, subtle racism, but in a way that was just like, oh, if you throw it back to them, yeah, they'll hush. Not that they'll hush; they'll fucking love it. It's like it's like a disarming thing to be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, you're saying Dune Coon, and I'll be like, oh, you have resting honky right. face, and yeah, then right. boom, yes, right. yes, yes. The yes. thing is, the thing is that a lot of people don't know is that, and I'm not saying this makes them good people, but like, there's a lot of people who are racist but not hateful racists right. or like otherwise bad people that don't want right, you to, right, right. that don't oh, want bro. legions of legions. they right. just like, want to feel they're, they're the ones that are like oh you're so close to being because again like they don't want, not want black people or indians there but like they still casually say the racist things and like they'll say things like yeah. oh he don't even act indian he acts yeah, white yeah, 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 but yeah, like right. There's there's a lot of them, and I feel like those are the ones that can be disarmed by that shit. Yeah. But like you get an actual, I'm racist, and it's because I hate all of you. Like, you know, you right, give right, it back right. to them, it's gonna be bad. Right. You right, know. Right, right, right. Yeah. Well, boys, we about time we go do a show, Hell a stand up right. comedy Hell show. Yeah. Uh, two shards. That's all we have about the British Raj. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that episode hit for me. And I think it's going to hit for hit people for too. too. If for no other reason than you're here, Hell baby, they're yeah. going to be plugged. Thanks for having but me. But it did hit. Yeah, if you, you what if you got a plug shit going? Uh, I'm I'm setting up a a show, a few series of shows in uh, February in New York. Uh, this theater called Ars Nova doing a run for my corporate hour, and I'm still figuring out details there. But stay tuned. I hope these guys will. I'll, I'll send it on through your so socials at some point. Yeah, absolutely. We'd, and we'd love to have you back on anytime. Corporate hour. So you've got a whole hour about like corporate America material, like I, office job material. Well, I've been the whole time I've been doing stand up. I've been either working part time or full time, and I started doing material about the corporate life just naturally because it's my world. And peep and like, uh, there's oh, not yeah. there's not many comics who've been doing it as long no. as me or whatever that yeah. that and are still in that world. Oh, I say, so yeah. many comics it, don't they they don't do that. Like, so many no comics idea. like and I worked I, at Guitar Center and then I did this and, and that's like, it. There's yeah, not that's a lot me. of you know. And my other topics of material are like I'm from the South. I'm Indian. Marriage is hard. Blah blah blah. And then like this thing that I do, I see people if they're in that world, I see them kind of like really connect yeah, with that right. thing because they're like their right. life is hell and, and my life is hell. a lot of comedy club so, uh, audience members are yeah. from that world like that's where they have their parties you that's know? their outlet so yeah. like i started so then i was like let me build an hour on this that's kind of almost not necessarily stand up but also like a one-man thing and uh yeah so i've been I'm working and writing on it and hopefully well dude i worked an office year. job for like six and a half years when I first started doing stand-up. So I need to hear this hour because I haven't yeah. heard you do any of it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah. well, I've heard you do a couple of bits. I've done, that I know yeah, I've done it. chunks. But, that I, but I've definitely seen the whole hour, so I'm looking forward to that because you're right. Like, if you 
if you've done that, if you've lived that life, which a huge chunk of Americans have, yeah. there's a major dearth of like, yeah, it's like, you know, it's like office space was such a huge yeah, hit cultural phenomenon yeah. Yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. because of that. But and also not, a hit. But there's not, there's not a whole lot of that out there. But in stand up specifically, there's almost none. The office yeah. as well. So yeah. I think you're onto something. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hopefully. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, all right, for me, uh, I got a bunch of 2024 down. I've got about a month off after this weekend here at Zany's, which would be nice because I've been on the road for like 14 straight weeks or something. Uh, but then in 2024, we start back. I'll be all over the place. Just look up the dates. I know I'm coming to Charlottesville and other parts of Virginia. I'm going to be honest with you all. I don't even know where all I'm going, but I'm going to places again. I'll still be touring in 2024, so go to TreyCrowder.com. And if I'm near you, come see me. And you can also check out me and Cho's book, Around Here and Over Yonder, which you can find a link to on TreyCrowder.com as well. That is correct. Uh, I will be uh, December 28th in Asheville, North Carolina at the fabulous Gray Eagle. I'm uh, honored uh, to be there. It's a wonderful place. I can't wait to see y'all in Asheville. So come see me. Um, the premier VIP tickets are what are already, they've been sold out for a while, but there's still a handful of just the general admission or whatever. I'd love to see it. December 28th, Asheville, Gray Eagle. Also bonuscory.com. That's my sub stack. Y'all, y'all have heard me talk about it a million times. And Hey, right now, uh, most, a lot of y'all know, cause you've gotten one from me. I am on cameo. And if you order it, you know, within the next couple of days of when this uh, episode comes out, it's guaranteed to be there by Christmas. I can do it as myself or any of my characters, Gerrymander, Buttercream Dream, Aunt Lita, whatever you want. Uh, makes a unique gift. Uh, so, yeah, cameo, uh, me. And uh, thanks for listening to the show. And stay... Stay fancy. Motherfuckers. Yeah, give them one. Stay fancy, motherfuckers. Stay fancy, motherfuckers. Stay fancy, motherfuckers! I was hoping he would sorry. do that. My sorry, mom, love sorry mom. Oh, I love it. <laughs> I was hoping Sorry, my people. That. All right. She's already. Here's Lydia Loveless. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Royalty and rednecks are alike. They both like cutting and picking fights. Biscuits and baked beans where they don't belong. Sit on down the Korean tray and learn some fancy shit. Today we'll laugh a little even when they're wrong. They'll take you to a magical place where if you call someone a cut, nobody cares. They keep it debonair at putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs, putting on airs. NMLS number 65084, Equal Housing Lender. Woo! As an adult, don't we all miss spring break? Nothing like taking a week off from all your responsibilities. Well, here's the next best thing for adults, a spring break from house payments. Savewithconrad.com can help you get rid of all your credit card debt just like that. We're routinely helping our listeners save five, six, seven, even 800 bucks a month. And you don't need perfect credit or money out of your pocket to do this, but check this out. No house payments for two months at savewithconrad.com.